Welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. I'm your life coach, Jessica Dumas. I'm a professional speaker and coach who empowers women everywhere to use their voice to take up space and change the world. My goal is to help you speak with clarity and confidence while giving you practical guidance and tools by sharing real life experiences of overcoming. So turn up the volume and grab a pen. You're going to want to write this down. Hey, welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. I'm Jessica. Happy to have you back here. Today, what I want to talk about is how to stop caring what other people think. And this is something that I've has spent a lot of time working on. So I'm really excited to have put down some notes and have this conversation. Because what what's on my mind is when it comes to making big decisions in life, like maybe leaving a job or leaving a partner or starting a job and maybe meeting a partner and being with someone, stepping out and doing something different than maybe what people expect you to do. If you say something different, you share a new opinion, whether it's people that we actually know or people that we don't even know, why do we care so much about what they think? And the bigger and better question is, how would you show up differently if you didn't even care? How would you show up differently? So here's an analogy that I call the buffet of life. I may have made this up or maybe I heard it somewhere, but I think I made it up. I think I'm going to take credit for it because it's probably not even that good. But let's say you're at a buffet with whoever, friends or family. And you know, the buffets have like 10 courses, 20 sides. I don't know, something like that. And no matter what it is that you're picking, we never care what anybody else thinks. So just think about this in the buffet of life. So let's say you're someone like me and you might pick the broccoli soup. Well, at a buffet, I don't know about that. However, you pick the broccoli soup and we don't care what anybody thinks about what we eat. So why do we care so much about what people think of other things that we do in our life? How many times have you been in a situation where you really want to say something, but you hold back, right? Like think about it at the buffet. Like if you really want to eat something, I don't know, something that's weird. Like maybe, well, I don't eat meat. So maybe you are picking something that's meat. You don't care what I think. So why do we care so much about what people think when it comes to making our decisions? Why do we worry so much about it? So that whole analogy that, see, I totally made it up because I don't think anybody else would say anything so silly, but it's the the same concept. So when you're making a decision based on what you want, who you want to be and what you want to do, We need to stop caring about what other people think. But I know, trust me, I know. I show up online on a consistent basis. And when I started doing that, especially in an intentional way, selling my speaker coaching, I felt really dumb. (laughs) I felt people are going to think that I'm stupid. Am I making any sense? I'm still wondering if I'm making any sense. But like, it's, it's not easy to put yourself out there. I get it. It comes from Our experiences, in most cases, are lived experiences. So in kindergarten, as an example, maybe you cried when your mom left you at school or you cried somewhere and your mom or someone said, stop crying, wipe your face, right? Don't let them see you. So then we're ashamed to show our emotions. Or when at school, all the girls or all the boys were having like a sleepover or a hangout, And you're the only one that wasn't invited because you had, they said you had weird hair or something, right? Shame and the fear of embarrassment, the fear of rejection. That's something that we carry really closely. 
And, you know, we're moving forward. So it's time to let that go. It's time to let that shit go. What I'm hoping that this talk is going to offer you is some advice and some steps on what you can do to start letting that go so that you can be more free and show up however the hell you want to show up. I used to think that it was the people who spoke the loudest that would get the most attention because growing up, going to school or anywhere in the community that you were hanging out, it was always the people who were the loudest or the people who spoke too much. They just didn't stop talking and they would get all of the attention. And so that wasn't me. I never felt like I was a person who could use my voice and my like body language to overtake a room or a group. But what I learned, what worked for me was being someone who was very clear and effective in speaking with as few words as possible. And I realize now as someone who's been in many leadership positions and someone who is helping other women create their leadership and their authority in their field, is that it's not about the one who's talking the most and being the loudest, but it's about someone who can speak clearly and confidently in as few words as possible. Because gone are the days where people are following those loud, annoying people. Sure, they still get the followers, but but that doesn't even matter. And so when it comes to sharing your opinion and sharing what's really important to you and being a speaker on behalf of those issues, whatever that might mean to you, You can do that by speaking clearly, speaking effectively, and that's really helpful. Once you can do that, then there's a level of not caring what other people think because you've worked so hard to clarify what it is that you want to say. So I hope that made sense because I feel like I stumbled through it. However, I know that one of the biggest fears of sharing what's important to you is the fear of being judged. And It has happened to me. So I want to share a little experience that I went through. So a few years ago, I was working on Indigenous awareness training. And I'm the kind of person where if I'm learning something that was that is really important to me, and I was learning about my Indigenous history, what does residential school have to do with my family? How am I connected to this, this experience and stuff like that? And so I asked a lot of questions. I sought out many mentors. I worked with elders and anywhere I could learn, I was taking in more information because I wanted to share this information with people. I started a company where I was providing Indigenous awareness training and I taught, I took like hundreds, probably thousands of people through different sessions for Indigenous awareness training. And so I did my own education. I was constantly going to different classes, reading books, studying, crying in my office doing a lot of healing, and like really finding a good positive way for me to share this information. My business was maybe two, three years into it, maybe it was a little sooner, maybe two years. And a friend of mine had screenshot a post that she saw on Facebook, and she sent it to me. In the post was someone who was bashing me on Facebook and said, Jessica never went to residential school, you know, whatever, a couple of things that didn't qualify me in his opinion for doing the work that I was doing. I was crushed. I was devastated because if you know me at all, like my full intention is love. Like I want to give love. I want to teach things in the most positive way. So for someone to come out and say something negative about me, like just broke my heart. So I was crushed, I was devastated. But the first thing that I did is I called my mentors, 
I called my elders and anyone that I had guidance and support from in that work. I called them and I had a little cry and I was asking them, am I doing something wrong? Is there something that I'm doing wrong? Because if I am, I want to know. And I'd always said that to my mentors and to to the elders that I worked with because I didn't want to be that person. I didn't want to be that person that was out there and just doing something for my own benefit. And that's definitely not what it was about. But it was through that experience that even more, I had to make a decision not to care. At the end of the day, he didn't really care. He was just being an asshole. He was probably just jealous that he wasn't doing the work. But ultimately, he wasn't doing the work and was pissy about all of it. And I was doing it well. I had a lot of community support. And I loved the work. So how I dealt with it, though, is I never responded to him. And that's something like when people will ask me, like, what if somebody says something about what I'm doing because of that insecurity? Or if you get negative comments, like on your posts and stuff, most often I don't respond. There are some times that I will respond, especially if I've had a glass of wine, I will respond, but I'll try to make it like, I'll try to just be silly about it and not take it too seriously. Because at the end of the day, I've had experiences now where I've gone so far and I'm not about to let someone's opinion who's not even in the same field as me or the same arena as me, which reminds me of a really good quote to share with you today, to put that judgment on me. My goal then and now was to educate and to build community. So when those words were said about me on Facebook, I just I never responded. I I refocused on what my goal was and I went forward knowing that he's just someone that wants to be heard. He's one of those loud kids in the community that no one was listening to him. And sure, a couple of people did hear him and listen to him. But I had thousands of people who were supporting me in the work that I was doing. And I had so many people that I chose to let their support drown out the one or two people who ever liked his post, who felt the need to create a problem that wasn't serving anyone to begin with. So what's the point of that? What's what does that even matter? So now for some strategy, how do we go from being those people that are like panicky, worrying about what other people are going to think to the point where preventing us from moving forward and doing things that we really want to do because of the fear of someone saying something about us or the fear, the worry of what other people are thinking. So the first one is going to be make the decision not to care. You just make the decision. It's a choice. Life is all about choices. So people will always have an opinion of you. And if the topic or speaking, well, that will be our example. If you have something that you want to share, an opinion, an idea, a thought, something that's really important to you. And if it's important to someone else, or if it's even not important to them, someone's going to have an opinion. So you can be a listener. You can just listen to everything that's going out there, even though you desperately want to say something, but you're holding yourself back. Or you can be someone who is contributing to the conversation, because most of all, your opinion does matter. So when this time of panic comes, focus on your goal and just make the decision not to care because people are always going to have something to say. That's the second one. And often the people who are going to say something are not the ones that are doing the work, right? Generally, successful people will not be the ones judging you because everyone's opinions are based on their own reality and experiences. So we all have opinions. We all have ideas. And some of us are because of the loud ones that want to shut us up all the time. 
Sometimes people just like to be heard. They just like to talk. So whether what you are doing is speaking about is something that's good or bad, people will always have something to say, right? Negative Nellies, I think is one of the terms, naysayers. We can just practice ignoring them because if we let every single thing that they could potentially think stop us from moving on to our next move, then we're we're not going to get anywhere. People are always going to have something to say. And when you go, when you step out in confidence and clarity and what it is that you're speaking about and knowing that people will always have something to say and making a decision just not to care, those are really important steps. I know that there's also times where there's someone very specific, like a family member or something like that. What I would suggest on those people who always have something to say is stop telling them about your dreams or your goals or your plans. Because if you're sharing something that you're excited about to someone who doesn't dream that big, they look at it as bragging, right? Oh, you're just bragging. You think you're so good. Who do you think you are? Right? So just stop telling them that. I just stopped doing that to several people because I wasn't getting the support that I need. It makes the saying true that not everyone is going to go with you to the next level, right? Sometimes when we start learning something new, experiencing something new because of a new practice, we want to tell everyone, we want everyone to you know, do this great thing. And this is how it changed my life. And in many ways, depending on how you do it, that could be very helpful. But not everyone is going to go with you on that journey, right? This is why partnerships break up. This is why relationships break up when one person is working on themselves and the other person just isn't. So not everyone has had that same inner transformation that you have, but you could still choose to send them love. I used to have uh, a coworker that I worked with who was so judgmental. And oh my God, like this is probably where I built most of the, you know, making the decision not to care. Because this person was fucking vocal and it was so degrading and condescending. My gosh, she was she was nasty. She would say things to me about what I was wearing, just, you know, how something didn't look good or that didn't fit you right. Or I can't remember what else it was, but it was just terrible. It was terrible knowing I'm going to go to work and this person is like just going to fucking say whatever the hell she wants about me. And like nobody gave a shit. And it was a terrible workplace. And of course, I ended up leaving. But people are always going to have something to say. And they're not the ones who are doing the work that you are doing. Successful people are not going to be the ones judging you. So you need to find the group of people who are going to support you. And number three, in addition to that, in addition to everyone always having something to say, not everyone is going to like you. And that's okay, right? On Instagram, I always get unfollows, right? Sometimes I don't know, you know, how often people think about that. But because I have a business account, I'm always very aware of, you know, how many people are following and how many people are unfollowing. And I get a lot of followers every week, I would say, well, maybe every month I get about 25 followers, let's say. So I mean, that's a lot to me. But about 15 of them unfollow me. And I don't know if it's the same people. And I don't really care. Because not everyone is going to like you. And I'm not for everyone. I'm not trying to please everyone. And neither should you. Because when you try to please everyone, which I did for a while when I started my business, you end up getting discouraged, you feel stuck because you don't know, how do I please everyone, right? You feel stuck and then you ultimately feel unfulfilled. And this is a hard lesson to sometimes recognize not everyone's going to like you, but who the hell cares? You might be wonderful, you might be funny and smart and very likable, 
right? I bet you, you are very likable, but not everyone's going to like you. And that's okay. You don't like everybody. You could try to do things to make people like you, but you know that if someone's just not going to like you back, you're wasting your time and you're wasting your energy. And that doesn't feel good. And it's just like, we're not there anymore. We're letting that shit go, right? There's no reason why you need to spend any time convincing any person that you are worthy of being liked. Your energy is much better spent speaking to the people who do like you and who resonate with you and who support you. That's your audience. So making a decision that not having their approval is not going to bother you. You only need your own approval. Don't take it too personal. This is more about like other people and what they want. It's not about how likable you are that not everyone's going to like you. So I think that's, it's just helpful to know that I think that it's just relieving. It's Oh, not everyone's going to like me. Oh, well, I remember, I've always been this way. So I remember like, going out with friends in high school, or like just getting ready with your cousins and stuff like that. Well, with my cousins, and you know, all the girls are like looking in the mirror, checking out their hair and that sort of thing. And I think it was because I always had really low self-esteem. So when they were looking in the mirror, like I was even really ashamed to look at myself in the mirror because I I just didn't love myself. I didn't care about the reflection that that I was looking at. And so as a young woman, as I started getting into like my 20s and even my 30s, I would look in the mirror and at this time, you know, accepting myself the way that I was, but I would look in the mirror and no matter how I looked, I'd, you know, fix my hair, adjust whatever I wanted to adjust. And then I would just raise my shoulders and go, oh, well, this is me. And it was me accepting myself. And I didn't realize at the time how powerful that was for me to do that. But it was really powerful for me to just look at myself in the mirror and just raise my shoulders and drop them and just be like, oh, well, like, this is me. And I'm okay with that. Because I think that's something that's like, super powerful. So again, to continue on, Number four, not everyone really cares at the end of the day, right? Our biggest fears is that specific people are going to come out at you. And in most cases, it's not going to happen. And as I shared earlier, it did happen with me. So I mean, realistically, it's possible, right? It might happen. I have some specific examples in my speaking app program that will help you how to prepare very specifically for those situations. But ultimately, Not everyone is thinking about you, right? Like we think that everyone is so worried, thinking about us, judging us, but people are way too busy thinking about their own insecurities and problems. So if you are someone who is going to be speaking in front of a group, maybe you have a talk coming up, we go in there and our mindset is thinking, oh my God, if I feel insecure in the skirt, for example, are people going to think that the skirt looks stupid? Does my hair look okay? Like we're going through all of these insecure assessments, but ultimately no one really cares about those things. And I mean, someone may in their head say, you know, oh, that that skirt is not the one I would pick or I don't know, whatever. But really at the end of the day, they're only thinking about it for half a second anyway, because they don't really care. They're thinking about themselves. And if you're going there to be a speaker to share something, then they just want to know what you have to say. They're just hoping that they're going to learn something. They're just hoping that you're a good speaker, right? If you think about a time where you're going to hear a talk, maybe for work, or you signed up for something, all we're thinking is, I hope this person is a good speaker, right? I don't want to be sitting here and falling asleep. Like, I hope it's not boring. That's all people are thinking about. 
No one, no one really cares. And I think we really need to allow that to, to soak into our brain for us to recognize, just to recognize that. And so that we can just kind of push that worry and that fear aside. And then number five, and I already kind of talked a little bit about this when I talked about looking in the mirror, but accepting your flaws and that you might not be perfect, or you are perfectly imperfect, right? So Often we're measuring ourselves based on an external perfection like standard that is unrealistic. And so I encourage you, if your appearance is something that is, you know, holds you back, practice accepting yourself, practice looking in the mirror and accepting yourself. An affirmation that you can use is I wholly and completely love and accept myself. And often, like I'm in front of the mirror, purposely, intentionally, looking at my body, loving my body, thinking about all the life that I have now, I wouldn't be here if I didn't have this body. Like I get so, as women, like we get so insecure about our bodies. Oh, I could lose a little bit of weight here or, you know, whatever the case might be. But take some time, look in the mirror. I'll do this dressed. I'll do this in my underwear. I'll do this with no clothes on. And just love and accept yourself. And, you know, practice thanking your body for all that you've received. You know, like I've had three babies. So funny saying babies now because they're like so big. I've had three sons. And without my body the way that it is today, like it's it just goes hand in hand. So accept your flaws. If it's your body, if it's your hair, if it's, you know, whatever it is that you think is not perfect about you, practice accepting it. I wholly and completely love and accept myself. We worry about looking like a fool in front of other people, right? And all of these things really prevent us from moving forward and just being the fullest us that we really want to be. And ultimately, mistakes are inevitable, right? Mistakes are part of learning. We're going to screw things up. I have said things in front of huge groups that, you know, I just I felt stupid about, or I forgot to, you know, make sense in one of the stories that I was telling, I forgot to drop the punchline or something, like whatever, mistakes are inevitable. If you're not making mistakes, then you're not trying hard enough, right? I just I can't emphasize that enough. People worry about stepping out and doing something wild and crazy because they might make a mistake. And you know what, make the mistake. And you'll learn. But as long as you're doing it, you're still thriving. When I started doing the live trainings on Instagram, recorded modules, Facebook lives, Instagram lives, you bet your ass that I was worried. Like, what if people think I'm an idiot? Like, what are people going to think? What if people think that what I'm offering is stupid? But then I remember my goal and my purpose And I truly, this is what keeps me going is I want to help women feel confident and supported to use their voice to take up space and change the world. And then I don't care anymore because I made a choice to care more about my purpose than what others were thinking. It's like a scale, right? On one scale, you have one side of the scale, you know, what do people think? And on the other scale side of the scale, what is your message? What is your what is your legacy? Right? And what's more important? And if my legacy is more important to me than what other people think is just going to have to get pushed to the back. So if there is 
a particular person that you're worried about what they think, present or past, what I encourage you to do is forgive your your experience with them. There is a a Hawaiian prayer called the Ho'oponopono prayer. And you hold that person in your in your mind, in your heart, light a candle, do whatever you like. And you say the prayer with this person in mind, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And I know sometimes it's not easy to say all those words. But if you need to journal it out, journal it out, right? Get to a point because forgiveness is about you letting them go so you can move on. It's not about you groveling at their feet and saying, please forgive me. No, that's not what this is about. This is about clearing your energy, letting it go, because letting it go makes room for more positivity. Letting it go of those thoughts or clutter, like physically, spiritually, emotionally, makes room for more ideas and more abundance. I have a quote that I want to share with you, but but what I'll ask you, the quote, it's a little paragraph quote, and it was inspired by Theodore Roosevelt, who I haven't done my work on him. I don't know that I completely support him 100%. (laughs) This quote was inspired by Theodore Roosevelt. It's called The Woman in the Arena. It is not the critic who counts, not the woman who points out how the strong woman stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the woman who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errors, who comes short again and again because there's no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends herself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if she fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that her place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. So with that, I ask you, what would you do differently? How would you show up differently if you didn't care what other people think? And I encourage you to think about that, write it down, and make a decision on how you're going to start showing up. I didn't get here who I am today being able to share the way that I share. I didn't get here without help. For every single thing that I've overcome, and that was a lot of things, I consistently did the internal work. But I also worked with coaches, counselors, therapists, employment counselors, guides. I worked with anybody I could. I always say try everything. When it comes to your healing, when it comes to your growth, try everything. It wasn't easy. And I went to get all of that help because I was craving help. There were times where I just wished that I had a mentor. I craved guidance in areas that I wanted to grow because ultimately I wanted to be good. I wanted to be good at everything that I did. And there were so many times where I didn't have anyone and I wish that I had someone that I could go to for help, someone that I could trust, someone who could relate to me because they understood me. But what got me here was also the investments that I made in myself, in coaching and in other ways of healing and growing. I have a Reiki session coming up and I've worked with mediums and I continue to work with coaches and spend a lot of money doing that because my healing and my growing is so important to me. And this is one of the reasons why I'm so grateful that I've created this new way for badass women to grow in my confidence and communication mastermind. 
I'm so grateful to be able to create a space where women who want to change the world are helping each other to level up. It's wild. So if you've been meaning to put yourself out there, if you're looking for ways to level up, speak up and just show up differently and louder and prouder and bolder and connect with other women who are also doing the same, then send me a DM on Instagram and say, I'm ready because I would love to chat. So thanks so much. And please let me know, did you find this helpful? What was helpful in this message for you? And I hope that you will make a decision to not care what anybody else thinks. And just know that you can accept yourself for who you are, where you are right now. And I'll ask you again, this question is, how would you show up differently if you didn't care what other people think? Thank you so much for listening. Miigwech, egose, merci. Please don't leave without hearing me tell you that you are worthy and your time is worthy, which is why I'm so happy you chose to listen to this podcast. If there was something in this message that resonated with you, please take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story and tag me at jessicadumas01 because if you found this helpful, your friends and your cousins will want to know about it. Until next time, decide you are worthy of what you want and go get it.